God continue to stretch you, may continue to enlarge your territory, the eyes of your understanding be enlightened, and may the word of God move through you and in you swiftly in the name of Jesus and give you clarity, give you insight, revelation, knowledge unto the will of God. Not only that, the strength to break past your last limitations, to go deeper into, amen, holiness, to go deeper into our understanding in the word of God, and that his name may be glorified in you and through you. Men may see the good works in you and give God glory. Praise the name of the Lord. Tonight, I want to deal with this subject, maintaining your delight in the word. Maintaining your delight in the word. In the first Psalm, in the first book, Psalm 1, amen, I ran across this again, and I began to just meditate on it, and it just really gave me great joy and um, um, uh, direction out of the verse. Praise God. In Psalm 1, verse 1, 2, and 3, very familiar portion of Scripture, amen, but we want to rest our hat more in verse 2. It says, blessed or happy is the man who walks not, who does not walk in the counsel or the, or the advice or the wisdom of the ungodly, nor stand in the path of sinners. Don't go where they're going. Praise God. Nor seat in the, sit in the seat of the scornful. Here's the key. But his delight is in the law of God. His delight is in the law of God. And in his law, he meditates day and night, and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bring forth fruit in his season, whose leaf shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. We've heard that a lot. Amen. We've heard it uh, over and over again. It's a Sunday school lesson almost. But I, I, I took uh, special notice. Again, the Holy Spirit brought to my attention in verse 2. Praise God. But his delight is in the law of God. Amen. That word delight means to have great passion in the law of God. Amen. And so delight, to delight in the law of God, that delight, amen, in the word of God is an indicator of our health level. Amen. The delight in the law of God is an indicator of our spiritual and our soul health level. Praise God. We need to degenerate or monitor our delight level. Amen. Anytime babies um, have a difficulty or, or no longer have a desire to eat, it is immediately indicator that something is wrong. Amen. So that in and that said, with that laid down, the one of the that's the exact area that demons and that your adversary would want to uh, uh, attack. Amen. And keep you from the word of God because they recognize. That if you stay in that word and you stay increasing and delight in the word, amen, now you become an enemy to your enemy. Amen, an enemy. And this is why how this operates. He can no longer move. He can no longer suggest. He can no longer tempt in your life and the way that he has because the word has matured you and developed you. Amen. And that's what the psalm is saying. Amen. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Amen. To bring forth fruit in the season. And all of that is representing health and productivity. All of that is representing health and productivity and that God has done intentionally. Amen. Planted. Uh, no tree can really just plant itself. It has to be planted. Amen. That's, a, that's the doing of the grace of God. Amen. Planted in a very specific place by the rivers of water for the purpose of bringing forth fruit in its season. And amen, and whatever he does, it shall prosper. 
Amen. It shall prosper. So God delights in every aspect of our life to be prosper, to prosper. He delights in that, in our soul also to prosper. Glory to God. Amen. So delight, it means to have great pleasure. And when you feel that your uh, delight level is diminishing, amen, we should pray and ask the Father to restore or increase my delight level in the Word of God. Praise God, the increase to us to the place where it seems like I just can't get enough of studying the Word of God. Amen. So studying and meditating on the Word of God is absolutely essential when it comes down to the believers maturing in Christ. I want to say that again. Studying and meditating on the Word of God, I should say, amen, declaring as well, but it is, it is essential when it comes down to, amen, the believer's maturity in the Lord. Amen. There's certain levels of maturity that cannot be uh, attained unless we have great delight in studying and maintaining uh, and uh, 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 studying and meditating on the Word of God. Amen. Meditating so that thing can be in, amen, in our spirit. Praise God. So that thing would be in, his, in our spirit. And the other thing that's significant in the foundation that I'm uh, laying for tonight is, amen, his will is in his word. His will is in his word. You want to know the will of God is found in his word. Over 80% directly of what we need in our life concerning the will of God, amen, is found, amen, directly in the word, in the word of God. Amen. It's not implied, it is expressed. It is not implied, it is expressed. It's very explicit. It's very direct, praise God, and it is. It should be. It should be uh, uh, intentionally obeyed, uh, Amen. According to the Word of God, Psalm seventy-three, and in verse twenty-five through twenty-seven in the New King James Version, it says, "Who have I in heaven but you? Glory to God. Who have I in heaven but you? And there is none upon the earth that I desire besides you." There is none upon the earth that I desire besides you. My flesh and my heart fail, but God is my strength. Glory to God. God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever, forever. My flesh and my heart fail, but God is my is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. For indeed, those who are afar from you shall perish and have and you, uh, you have destroyed all those who desert for you for harlotry. I want to read that again in verse 27. Indeed, those who are far from you shall perish. And you have destroyed all of those who desert you, desert you for harlotry. Desert you for harlotry. They may have lost their passion, lost their pull, and have drifted into, amen, to harlotry. Amen. Those well, amen, will be destroyed. Glory to God. And so we have already tasted of the goodness of the power of God. There's nothing else that we need. Amen. Whom have I in heaven but you? And there is no one upon the earth that I desire besides you. Praise God. And so this is necessary for our growth. This is necessary for our increased discernment and developing our character, developing our character. We've been uh, very zealous about our gift. We've been very zealous about our gift, but we have to also be very zealous 
about developing our character. Amen. Because the flesh, that old man, it wants very desperately, amen, to be undisciplined and unruly. Say again, bogus, that old man, that flesh, that old us, it wants to be very, amen, very uh, desperately, it wants to be undisciplined, it wants to be unruly, it wants to get his way on a daily basis. So mature believers have to make a conscious mental effort, a conscious mental effort, praise God, to crucify, to reckon dead, to operate in all of the principles of, amen, that Paul says, putting that flesh under subjection after we preach the gospel to others, that we ourselves don't become castaway. We have to train it and discipline to where God is taking us. Other, If we don't, we'll live all of our days in a should've, could've, would've, with greatness locked inside, knowing that it's, we have the potential for greatness, and yet uh, it never manifests. It never manifests. Praise God. And so it wants to be un, un, unruly. Amen. So we, are, we, you and I are sons and daughters of the king, and our DNA is royalty. Within you, something is crying out. You're greater than your current situation. Praise God. In all of us, amen, and within each of us, there's a royal calling uh, that we must answer. There's a royal calling that we must answer. We're, we're in this world, but we're not of the world. We're in the world, but we're not of the world. And there's, there's, there is in us the spirit of glory and the spirit of might. We've, if indeed you've been born again, and that and that thing is calling you, that thing is thrusting you, that thing has got you up at night, amen, regardless of what you've done, said, or how you've acted, this, thing, this power of God is in us, it's telling us we are royalty. It's telling us that we are royalty. Glory to God. And this is important for us because our direction is in the word of God. Psalm 119 in verse 104 through 105 says, amen, through your precepts, I get understanding. That's it. Through your precepts, I get understanding. Therefore, I hate every false way. Your word is a lamp to my feet and, your, and a light to my path. Your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light to my path. My feet is my present. My path is my future. It's my destiny. It's where I'm going. And my and his word, amen, guides me both in the present and in the future. Glory to God. Your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light to my path. Amen. I'm not lost in this thing called world. I'm not lost. I'm not meandering around looking for a way. Why? Because his word gives me direction. It, the word of God gives me instruction. The word of God tells me exactly which way I'm supposed to be going and what I'm doing on the way. Amen. It's the Shekinah, the very glory of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. But your adversary, if, if you uh, want you want the believer not to be uh, locked into that word, because and then if you float around without purpose, without intentionally be in the word of God, as a result, Amen. When people don't have a direction, they just go anywhere. They run wild. Where there's no vision, they run wild. They do what they want to do. This word gives me vision. It shows me my future. Praise God. Amen. And what I'm going to look like. <laughs> Amen. As a mature believer of God, measuring up to the fullness of the statue of Christ. Glory to God. Amen. So uh, the other thing is that uh, 
Our soul, the word, it has a soul-cleansing agent in it. The word has a soul-cleansing ingredient in it. Amen. The word does. It has a soul-cleansing ingredient in it. And so when we read that word, we find there's a freshness working over us. There's a freshness walking through us. And um, the Gospel of John, chapter 17, verse 14 through 19 in the New King James Version, amen, Gospel according to John, verse chapter 17, verse 14 through 19 in the New King James Version said, I have given them your word. This is Jesus praying to the Father concerning the disciples. I've given them your word, and the world has hated them because they are not of the world just as I am not of the world. I do not pray that you should take them out of the world, but that you should keep them from the evil one. Look at Jesus. They are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. Verse 17, sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. Say again, sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. As you set, as you sent me in the world, I also have sent them into the world. As you, as, and, and for their sakes, I sanctify myself that they also may be sanctified by the truth. I sanctify myself, amen, that they may be sanctified by the truth. I sanctify myself that they may be sanctified by the truth. Amen, amen. The, the, your, your, your message cannot have its power unless you are sanctified. Praise God. And that's a sacrifice for somebody else. That's the sacrifice for someone else. So the amen, uh, uh, the word has a soul cleansing ingredient in it. We must find our time, amen, bathing in that word. We must find our time, amen, loving the presence of God, amen, and sanctifying, holy, setting holier time on a consistent basis to find ourselves studying in the word of God. Amen. Grown children can feed themselves. Say again, bogus, grown children can feed themselves. Hallelujah. Amen. The other thing is the word is a mirror. The word of God is a mirror for us. The word of God is a mirror for us. James chapter 1, verse 22 through 24. Amen. James chapter 1, the epistle of James chapter 1, verse 22 through 24. That in the New King James Version and then in the Message Bible. Then in the message Bible, I think it's a little clearer. And it says that, uh, but be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving ourselves. And we, are do, and we are just hearers and not doers, we're deceiving ourselves. And I think the worst kind of deception is self-deception. For if anyone hears the word, for in, if anyone hears the word, amen, a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man observing his natural face in a mirror. Amen. For he observes himself and goes away and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. Look in the mirror. Amen. His natural face turns around and immediately forget. Amen. What he just seen. Praise God. In other words, when you look in the mirror and you find you discover yourself in the mirror, uh, there's obviously some work to do and some doing to do, some doing that needs to be done. Praise God. And so a mi mirror are just designed to reflect back, amen, the reality of what's in front of it. 
the mirror don't add nothing. It don't fake nothing. It don't try to, amen, deceive, unless it's one of those crazy mirrors. But the mirror is just giving us uh, a reflection. Also, the mirror is designed to show us areas and places on our bodies that we could not normally see without the mirror. Amen. The mirror is designed to reflect and to show us places in our bodies that we normally could not see. Amen. And sometimes what we discover in the mirror, amen, is not always a pretty sight. Praise God. And it gives us the ability to say, amen, that's a point I need to work on. I need not keep turning from this mirror, acting like I didn't see what I just saw. I need not turn away from this mirror and act like I did not see what I just saw. Praise God. In other words, get to it. There's some work that need to be done. Amen. Don't turn away acting as though we haven't seen, amen, what we just saw. In the Message Bible, now I'm almost done. In the Message Bible, it says in James 1, verse 22 through 24, it says, do not fool yourself yourself into thinking that uh, when you are a listener, when you are not, when you're not anything but letting the word of God go in one ear and out the other. Do not fool yourself into thinking that you are a, are a listener when you are, when you are, when you are, are amen, amen, when you are, are anything but letting the word of God Go in one ear and out the other. Got tired, Tom. Act on what you hear. Act on what you hear. Those who hear, amen, and don't act are like those who glance in the mirror, walk away, two minutes later have no idea of who they are or what they look like. Glory to God. Just walk away, amen, all of a sudden have amnesia. Amen. I forget what we just saw. Amen. There's work to be done. In other words, there's work to be done. So let's not be just hearers, but doers of the word. Amen. The message Bible says to go in one ear and out the other. To go in one ear and out the other. And I used to ask sometimes, why is, how is it? How can it be that we be, and that one is in church 10 years, others in church 10 years, and one character has developed, and you can see obvious growth and development, and the other seems as though, uh, you know, you know, less than uh, ad admirable performance. How about that? We just put it like that. Amen. Because you can sit there and let what, that word go in one ear and out the other and be all we have in that seat is our name on it. And that's it. Praise God. And so we have to be purposed to be doers of the word. And I'm saying all of this um, because we, uh, as time go along, I notice that when we do things repetitively, we have to make a conscious effort to keep our passion in it. If we do anything that's repetitive, we have to make a conscious effort to keep our passion in it, our purpose in it, because it's needful for us. It's necessary for us. Amen. Anything we do repetitively is hard to stay sometimes encouraged by, especially when the growth is small. Amen. It's growth, and when it seems as though the growth is small, it's hard to stay. And that's with exercise, that's with dieting, that's with anything. Praise God. Yet it's necessary that we keep going, that we keep going, that we keep pressing forward. So this is why I'm saying this. 
And this is why I encourage you in the Lord, amen, that you maintain, amen, maintain, maintain your delight in the word of God. Ask the Lord to revive you if your desire for studying has somewhat dwindled and diminished. It happens to the best of us. Happens to the best of us, but it's so necessary, it cannot be left abandoned. In doing so, you're just a sitting duck. Number one, for the enemy. Number two, number two, as we do not exercise in the word, and in the natural, so is in the spirit, we're just putting on weight and getting heavier by the day in the spirit. Just putting on weight, getting heavier every day in the spirit. Amen. The key is, in discipline, is maintaining passion, maintaining your passion in the midst of repetitive actions. Maintaining passion for in the midst of being repetitive. Sometimes repetition can drain your passion. Glory to God, even though you know it's necessary. Amen. Even though you know it's necessary. Ask the Father to give you greater discernment, greater passion, so that you can continue on to develop into the fullness of the stature of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. To become more like Jesus every day and thereby serving him the way God's calling us to serve him. Praise God. My time is up. That's all I, I have on today. Amen. May the Lord continue to bless you and keep you. Father, I thank you for your kindness. I thank you for your, for your word for us. Father, you sit high and yet you look low. I pray, Father, and ask that you would continue to mature us and develop us, revive our passion, revive our direction, revive us, Father, until we burn again in your presence for your word. Revive us until we burn again, a Father God, in your presence for your word, for your will is in your word. In the name of Jesus, bless these that are yours. Don't take them out of the world, but keep them from the evil one. We give you praise and glory. You alone are worthy. You are God, my, my portion, and you we trust. And you, Father God, we delight. Father, we give you praise and we give you glory. In Jesus' name, 